This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I time travel, just so you know. Mm hmm, I do. In a way. You see, I'm sharing this story with you now, just as the days are beginning to get shorter and the trees are thinking about turning their leaves orange and gold. And you might hear this story at about the same time that I press the big red publish podcast button that's under my desk to share it with you. But in weeks, months, even years from now, there will be tiny people listening to this story for the first time. And it might not be fall, and the days might be very long, and my voice will be coming to them not only across perhaps a great distance, but across time. So yeah, I time travel. It's fun. I recommend it. So hello to all of my listeners, including those from the future. Let's get to our story. It's called Little Hedgehog Goes Camping. Take it away, Mateo and Nico. Remember, there are no pictures. You have to imagine them in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. All right, let's go. It was fall. On the mound above Little Hedgehog's burrow, leaves covered the ground. A crow sat in a nearby tree. No, no, a crow. That's it. Everything was silent, except for the wind plucking burnt orange leaves from the trees and carrying them, circling in the cool breeze. The crow blinked and scowled and flew away. Inside the burrow, Little Hedgehog was playing her new recorder. What do you think, Bibi? Do you think playing the recorder is my one true calling? Do you think I can make a career of it? We could travel around to all of the tree elevators in the forest. Me playing my recorder. And me dancing jubilantly. And you dancing jubilantly. And we can set out a hat. With a feather. Little Hedgehog picked up her recorder once more. <coughs> Little Hedgehog. Mr. Hedgehog appeared in the doorway. Oh, hi, Dad. It's a pleasure to see you in these smallest of hours, Mr. Hedgehog. Dad peered at BB. Uh, thanks. Little Hedgehog, I was wondering if you could stop playing your recorder. It's <sighs> making me fall asleep. And I have a lot to do tonight. Little Hedgehog's fanciful recorder tunes are making you drowsy, Mr. Hedgehog. Yes, that's strange. I agree, it is strange. Your recorder is just, there's something intense about it. 
Intense? Yeah. Intense, Mr. Hedgehog. Yes. Little Hedgehog turned to BB, her eyes lighting up. BB, do you know what else is intense? Dad yawned heavily. <sighs> the feeling one gets when one stays up late enough to see droplets of dew form on the surface of a leaf which leads one to contemplate the fact that countless microscopic creatures, such as tardigrades, which resemble tiny bears, live their entire lives within such dewdrops. That is intense, Phoebe. But I was thinking, camping is also intense. Little Hedgehog and Phoebe clapped their teensy paws together and grinned. We are going camping. camping. Dad rubbed his eyes. Huh? What? How'd we get to camping? Oh, Dad. Intense? Intense? It makes complete and total sense, Mr. Hedgehog, that we went from discussing the intensity of Little Hedgehog's recorder music to me mentioning the intensity of considering the lives of microscopic water bears to planning a camping trip that will involve sleeping in tents. Dad sighed. <sighs> Let me look at my calendar. Dad rubbed his eyes and ambled over to the calendar he kept in the kitchen. <sighs> Root in hedges, talk to neighbor about clearing brambles, dig a hole, organize mushroom pantry. Uh, I mean, I guess we can fit in some camping. But we don't have any camping supplies, so... Mr. Hedgehog, B.B. interrupted, emerging from the shadows. Mr. Hedgehog had not noticed her disappear into the shadows in the first place, so he was doubly startled to see her emerge from them. B.B., remember our talk about you emerging from the shadows? I need to put more lights in here. Apologies, Mr. Hedgehog. I only wanted to show you something that might influence your choice of date for our camping expedition. Phoebe produced a hiking backpack from behind her prickles. Mr. Hedgehog, given my penchant for wilderness expeditions, I have made a habit of keeping a fully prepped camping backpack with me at all times for just such scenarios as this. My goal is to be able to decamp to the wilds in a matter of minutes. Dad stared at B.B. <sighs> okay. Little Hedgehog beamed. B.B. <gasps> Most prepared Hedgehog Award over here, folks. Thank you. B.B. Yes, Mr. Hedgehog. Uh, it's, it's great that you are so prepared for camping, but I don't think that one pack will have enough for... Phoebe darted into the shadows once more and emerged with two additional packs. Quite right, Mr. Hedgehog. I appreciate that astute observation. That is why I also keep a pack for Little Hedgehog and a pack especially for you as well. Well, Phoebe! Little Hedgehog scampered over and began rooting through her backpack. Dad frowned when he saw Little Hedgehog tuck her recorder into a side pocket. He turned to BB, registering what she'd said. 
What do you mean, especially for me, BB? BB smiled and withdrew a sheet of paper from her prickles. It was a graphical drawing with a pie chart. Mr. Hedgehog, this is my proprietary camping supplies graph. I input the camper's exact height, weight, and skill level in five areas. Then, using my exclusive weight to height to skill ratio formula, I calculate each camper's specific supply needs while taking into account trade-offs introduced by each item, as well as the compensatory skills offered by the camper's companions. Dad peered at BB. How do you know how much I weigh? I have my methods. Dad, we have everything we need thanks to BB's understandable urge to plan for unexpected camping trips. So, can we go camping? Dad sighed. All of this had happened so fast. Hadn't he been nodding off to the sound of Little Hedgehog's recorder just a few minutes earlier? He glanced at his daughter, who was twirling around the room. He glanced at his daughter's best friend, who was looking up at him with enormous shining eyes. He nodded, almost imperceptibly. Yay! Yay! Soon, the three of them stepped into the cool night air, each with a pack upon their prickles. Where are we headed? Dad said, blinking in the darkness. There is a campsite approximately 18 miles away we should be able to hike to by... That's too far. About 11 miles away, there is another... Nope. There is an area about four miles south. BB. BB pulled out a map and studied it. There's a spot about a mile away. That's the one. Yay! Yay. They set off into the night. Little Hedgehog pulled out her recorder for the journey. <coughs> Little Hedgehog, can you play that later? Okay, Dad. An hour later, they reached the campsite. <coughs> Bibi withdrew the tent from her pack, and she and Little Hedgehog began setting it up, while Dad looked for a nearby water source. Little Hedgehog was planting the tent stakes into the ground. One... Two, three, Bibi? Yes, little hedgehog. Bibi had just started the fire, and it was crackling pleasantly, sending tiny sparks dancing upwards. This tent needs three stakes, right? It needs four stakes. Um... Do not fear. Missing supplies are an expected part of the camping experience. Bibi dashed into the shadows and returned already whittling a stick. She finished whittling and held her new tent stake in the moonlight. Bibi, that was clever and innovative. Thank you. Just as they finished setting up the tent, they heard paw steps coming towards them in the night. Little Hedgehog and BB huddled together, eyes wide. BB, do you think that's a bear? The gate of this creature does not sound like a bear's gate. Let us sniff the air. The two tiny hedgehogs put their noses to the wind. 
Then they grinned and clapped their teensy paws together as a porcupine emerged from the night. Hello! Greetings. Hi, said the porcupine. I apologize for my lumbering footsteps. I've been told I walk heavily. It's something I'm working on. Well, we are so glad you are not a bear. Welcome to our humble campsite. Welcome to the area. Just wanted to say hello. Oh, and what a unique tent stake you have there. I like it. Bibi grinned. Well, we love your prickles. <laughs> Thanks. I get that a lot from hedgehogs. I have to move on. Can't be late for my aerobics class. Have fun camping. And watch out for the foxes. The foxes? The foxes? Yep, the many foxes. Okay, well, good luck. The porcupine ambled away, loudly. Little Hedgehog and BB looked at each other and shrugged. He was nice. I loved his glasses. They heard Dad wrestling through the grass. Well, I find some water, he said, carrying a water bottle filled to the brim. Nice tent. What kind of water source did you find, Mr. Hedgehog? Was it an underground lake? It was actually pretty cool. There was a creek with a waterfall. (gasps) A waterfall? A waterfall. Yes, a waterfall. It was at that moment that water began to fall from the sky. The crackling fire went out with a hiss. Little Hedgehog, BB, and Mr. Hedgehog all scampered inside the tent. So odd, Dad said. The weather was beautiful up until a minute ago. A camping trip is not complete without unexpected challenges, Mr. Hedgehog, BB said, making sure to keep her prickles of steel from puncturing the tent fabric. BB, does this mean we are roughing it? I've always wanted to do that. I believe we are. Little Hedgehog pulled her recorder out of her pack. Little Hedgehog. Yes, Dad? Do you think you could hold off on the recorder for a bit? Okay. A few minutes later, the thunder stopped. The rain stopped a minute after that. The wind quieted. The three small hedgehogs unzipped the tent and stumbled out into the wilderness once again. Little Hedgehog and BB found some wood that had stayed somewhat dry beneath a fallen tree and went to work rebuilding their fire. Soon it was crackling in the darkness of the night. They ate dinner and had s'mores made of chocolate and mushrooms between two layers of leaves. They sang songs around the campfire. La 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 la! And Dad told them a few stories. And then they saw Bigfoot running off, having just saved. At the end of the night, just as the sun began to rise above the tree line, they ambled into the tent for bed. They were asleep within minutes. All was as it should be. Until they heard a twig crack near their tent. Bibi woke up first, sniffing the air. Mr. Hedgehog sat up a moment later. Bibi nudged little Hedgehog awake. 
Sure, I can help you make a parachute out of banana peels, Little Hedgehog mumbled. What'd I miss? Little Hedgehog, there is a fox right outside our tent. (gasps) Should we hide the food? We are the food. Oh. Mr. Hedgehog put a paw to his lips to signal quiet as they heard the fox creep ever closer to the tent. Little Hedgehog and Bibi huddled together, eyes wide. Little Hedgehog, Ah, I can't believe I'm saying this. Dad began as they heard the fox take another step closer. But you need to play your recorder now. Now? It's time for my recorder now? Yes, right now. Little Hedgehog's eyes gleamed. Bibi handed her the recorder. She began to play. Bibi and Mr. Hedgehog stayed absolutely still as Little Hedgehog played her tiny instrument. After a few moments, they heard the fox stumble backwards. Bibi crept over and unzipped the tent enough to see the fox. Its eyes looked tired and glazed. It looked to be in some sort of a trance. Bibi watched as the fox looked around as if confused as if it might fall asleep while on its feet. It turned away from the tent and stalked back into the trees. Little hedgehog, your ethereal recorder music has sent our predator off in a stupor. Yay! Yay. Oh, Dad, aren't you so glad I brought my recorder? Yes, Mr. Hedgehog. Are you relieved that we were able to put the recorder's strange powers to use in a critical moment? Of our lives. Dad? Mr. Hedgehog. They turned to look at Dad. He was curled up in a prickly ball, fast asleep. Little Hedgehog and Bibi giggled. They slipped out of the tent. It was dusk. They could not yet see the sun, but its light was already filtering through the forest, allowing them to see so much that they couldn't at night. Something touched down on Little Hedgehog's nose, and she caught it in her paw. Bibi! Yes, Little Hedgehog. Look up! They both looked upwards. There were dozens of seeds helicoptering through the air, their wings allowing them to wind their way downwards in tight spirals on the light breeze. Wow! Wow! Little Hedgehog nibbled on one of the seeds. <gasps> Yum! Bibi tried one next. Mmm, has a nice grassy flavor. The two friends stayed up, catching helicopter seeds as they circled down in the autumn air. When they finally fell asleep, well past sunrise, it was atop a towering collection of winged seeds next to a snoring Mr. Hedgehog. I like fall camping. There aren't too many bugs and it's not too hot, but things still go wrong. It might storm when the weather report predicts no such thing. 
You might be missing a tent stake, even though you just know you had all of them. It's all part of the adventure. I also like how when you go camping and you're away from your 27 clocks and your piles of newspapers and the endless emails from the disgruntled spiders who live in your house, you can just be with the trees and the crackling fire. It's peaceful. I hope you get to have your own camping trip at some point where at least one thing goes wrong because it just wouldn't be camping without it. And don't forget your recorder. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. My in-house tech director, Peter Kay, runs my website, littlestoriestinypeople.com, and puts my stories on the internet for all of you to enjoy. Thank you to Mateo and Nico for the super important reminder message at the beginning of this story. And thank you to Stella, Kina, Alan, Mia, and Cedar for the sound effects. You can send your own intro messages and sound effects by recording them using the Voice Memo app on a smartphone and emailing the files to me at ria at littlestoriestinypeople.com. You can also visit my website, littlestoriestinypeople.com, to find fun merch featuring your favorite characters, my picture book, and to sign up for my email list to hear about any big news I have to share. And thank you, as always, for listening in.